supposed to help me with my podium forgot to. Oh, there he is. I thought it was you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I actually thought it was going to be Patrick. I was going to slap him in the ass, but I'll let you go. <laughs> Let's hear our affirmation together. Open your heart. Say it with all that you are. Today, I choose to give up the old, scorekeeping, fickle, limited, judgmental man in the sky and allow myself to have a reawakening to the power and presence of the perfect love of God from which I come. My God is an awesome God. My God is within me, experiencing itself through and as me. My God feels so good, and so it is. Yes, yes. So, the past couple of weeks, we've been um, talking about, we started a couple weeks ago with what is suffering. We took the time to discern uh, the difference between pain and grief and emotions and natural feelings versus suffering, um, repetitive patterns of staying stuck in emotional bondage or mental bondage and judgment and, um, and activities and things that we do that um, create suffering in our lives. So we defined what that was. And then last week, we talked about what is joy, uh, because that's our destination. Suffering is our uh, place from which we're leaving. Joy is our destination, so that we know where we're going. We talked about joy as an inherent power, as an energy that is, that is um, uh, not contingent upon what happens in the world. And it is our choosing that activates it. And um, the, the, the talks that come from here are the portals. Um, through which you can access your joy. And we begin today by talking about the first portal to your joy, which is around the idea of um, uh, getting a new God, getting a God that is um, uh, more expanded. You know, God is, is a vibration that continues to expand. And once you uh, have a revelation of God, there's more, and there's more, and, there, and there's more. So not that there's anything wrong with your God, but it's always good to check in and see what's working and what's not working to see where we're stuck in our old ideas and patterns or things that we've been taught about God, and then to make an intention to open more space for deeper revelation. It is said in uh, Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's quite an invitation to trust in the Lord. The Lord means the law. The Lord means God. It means trust in something that is in back of all of this dream, of all of this this activity that's coming and going and rising and falling. Everything of the world of form comes and goes, including your body, temple, and all the things that you own and possess. They all come and they go. So we're invited with all our heart to trust in that which is in back of it, that which doesn't come and go, that which is eternal and forever present. And we are invited to place our whole heart's faith inside of this. It's not a a 99% game. It is 100% giving your trust and your faith. To, to God. And it goes on to say, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on unto your own understanding. Very logical um, advice because your own understanding is limited. 
Your own understanding so often is based in this world. It's based on what you think works and doesn't work, with, with what you think should or shouldn't be, with what you think is right or wrong. This is your understanding, and it's limited, and it is um, not even a, to say it's a sliver of what is is probably too generous. Like our own understanding just isn't what is real. So we must surrender our own understanding so that we can actually experience this power and presence. And then further it says, in all your ways, acknowledge God, and God shall direct your path. In all your ways. Sounds fantastic, doesn't it? You get full direction, everything in your life. If you will follow, if you will praise God, if you will keep over and over and over, honoring the source that is in back of all, you will be guided. You will know intuitively what to do. You will know things will come to you at the right moment, and you will have perfect trust. Your life will be lived in joy. This is the invitation. So what is the problem? The problem is we don't know what God is. So you're being asked to trust something that you don't know. And our childhood conditioning has, as we read in our affirmation, which we've let go of, but I will reference it just for the point that I'm making, our childhood um, imaging for many of us is an external power, a power that is out there that is not inside of us. And yet all the great uh, scriptures and uh, teachings say quite the opposite. From the Tao Te Ching, written in 6th century B.C. by the great sage Lao Tzu, he says, the Tao, which will say God, means God for this moment. The Tao that can be spoken is not the eternal God. The name that can be named is not the eternal name. The nameless is the origin of heaven and earth. The named is the mother of myriad things. Thus, constantly free of desire, one observes its wonders. Constantly filled with desire, one observes its manifestations. These two emerge together, but differ in name. The unity is said to be the mystery. Mystery of mysteries, the door to all wonders. So what the Tao Te Ching is talking about is showing us the, the macro experience of God, which is not even, they're calling it nameless. You can't name God. The infinite presence is beyond understanding. It's beyond name. As soon as you put words, as soon as you speak, you are limiting this. So the isness, the beingness of spirit is vast and incomprehensible to the human mind. And yet, when you come into form, when you fill with desire, you know this presence and power personally. So there is the transcendent God, and there is the imminent, the inside God. And the inside God is who we're here to commune with and to know because we are in this incarnation. We are in relationship. You are seeking to explore, to know, to expand. You are in this dimension at this point of your being. That's where your focus is. And so to know God is to go to the inside, innermost experience of it. However, back to our childhood conditioning, when you're not feeling good when you're, um, you know, perhaps in your experience in, in your past, there was a lot of fear or there were abuses or there were things that were so not God. 
that didn't feel good. You were so afraid. You were so trapped in worry or, or misunderstanding. And, and, and for some of us, downright fear and terror. And so to hear the words, God is inside of you, becomes a very, very confusing thing because you literally don't feel it. And the mind logically says, God's not here. God is not here. That's not, I'm not, and you're not feeling it. And so religions that teach about external God will come in and they say, well, God's out here. And if you'll change this about you, and if you'll be different in this way, and if you'll follow these rules, then you get God. And in a part of you, it makes sense because it's like you feel bad. You know things about yourself that you're ashamed of or don't like. And so you think, okay, so you begin the game that is being given to you, which is, well, let me change this. Well, let me adjust this. Let me take this desire and pretend it's not there. Let me take these lustful thoughts and ignore them or try to ignore them. And let me take all these parts of me that, that, these, that these religions and these people deem as so bad. And let me try to change them. And this is the game we play, which makes you feel even further from God. Because now, not only are you not feeling this power and presence, but you're so busy beating yourself up trying to change yourself that you've become even more removed. Are you with me on this at all? So this is what's happening. And underneath that silly game of trying to find God out there and trying to make yourself different so God will like you, in all of this game playing that's occurring, you feel guilty. There's just this guilt for who you are. Like, what happened to God? If God's inside and you're not feeling it, then what happened? What did you do? I'm asking you, what did you do? I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that's what, what did we do? What did we do that this is happening? So there's just this guilt. And then underneath that guilt, you're, you're pissed off. There is anger. There's anger because you didn't do anything. And a part of you actually knows that this is a silly game to play. Like your deep presence knows that this isn't true, that, this is being, that, that, that you're chasing a ghost. And so there's anger underneath. So all of this energy gets swirled around, and, and, you're, and, you're, and, then, and then, you know, just when you start to feel good, you know, you can point outside and go, oh, look at that horrible thing happening. Where's God in that? Where's God in that homicide? Where's God in that explosion? Where's God in that thing that's happening? You can always point to that if you start to feel too good, Right? Because we are convinced that God is not inside of us, and we are looking for proof. Are you done looking for proof that God is not inside of you? Because you'll find it over and over and over, and the world will tell you over and over and over. And you can always play the trump card. Well, where's God in the Holocaust? Right? But the problem is, you're inside yourself suffering. You're inside yourself not experiencing who you truly are. So the game of God today is first and foremost that, we, that, that it is inside. That this presence, this power is not outside of us. No matter what has happened to you, no matter the stories you've told, been told or agreed to, there is an inner presence whose name is love. And it is inside of you. So our work becomes 
not about looking for God out there or proving that God's not present, but our work simply becomes aligning with this vibration of love, with God. Feeling God is feeling good. There's no difference when you feel good. And I don't mean like good, woo, happy running down the street, that might be, but I mean feeling okay, feeling yourself, just being inside of you where you go, oh, that's feeling God because you're in alignment. When you're in alignment with your vibration, you are feeling it. And when you're in alignment with your vibration, you become more attractive. Life starts working. Possibilities rise up. You're more hopeful. People want to be around you more. These things start occurring because you're in alignment with your own vibration, not wanting to be someone else's vibration, not wanting to change it or fix it or judge it. You're just being it. And it's that simple. So our work is simply, are you in alignment with feeling good or are you out of alignment? That's it. If you really want to know God, you can make it so simple. Are you feeling in your alignment, which means are you feeling good or are you not? And when you're not feeling in your alignment, you can recognize that. You go, oh, I'm not feeling good. When you're not feeling good, you're not feeling your God. It doesn't mean that God went anywhere. God has a feeling tone of goodness. And if you're committed to feeling bad, what can goodness do? Step aside and let you have your experience. You're free to choose. You see, we've been so all over the place that we're like a pinball game, just bouncing, 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 and then trying to locate something in the center of it. But it's here, and it's so simple. It's simple, but it takes a powerful choice to do it, to say, I'm committed to feeling good. Because the mind will go, how dare you? How dare you feel good? Do you see what's happening out there? Do you see how bad it is? You selfish so-and-so. That's what the mind says. But the God says, would you please leave that stuff alone? Love you, sweetheart, but you're not big and strong enough to handle that. That is the collective consciousness of fear that has existed since the beginning of time. It is a freight train running full speed down the track. You are not stopping that train. Would you mind just getting yourself off of it? Could you just save yourself first? It seems so selfish. It doesn't seem like it's enough. It doesn't seem like it's enough to feel good when the world is bad. And yet... If you knew and you don't know, and there's not a way for you to know, but I'll tell you, your commitment to feeling good right here, right now on a daily basis, feeling better and feeling better and feeling better is actually a part of the equation of love that expands and expands. And you do more by committing to feel good and be your love than you ever could by sitting there contemplating the woes of the world and how powerless you are. You could... If you... You just got to trust that or imagine it. Imagine my commitment to feeling good today is part of the solution. Part of the solution. And when you see something bad or you hear something on the news that pulls you out, I'm committed to feeling good because that's my part of the solution. Now, let me tell you something. For those that that do are still like, ah, um, (laughs) here's the deal. let Let me give you this. When you're feeling good, 
when you're used to feeling your God and in alignment, you can say, what is my part in healing that? What is my part? And you have to be willing to listen because probably your divine will say, not much. Leave it alone. Keep feeling good. And it's like, ah, but keep feeling good. And there will come a day. You'll be feeling good. You'll be aligning. You'll be aligning. You'll be aligning. And something will appear and your divine will say, this is where I need you. But you'll be inside your God. You'll be inside your good. And from that place, you will contribute to something that makes a difference that ripples out into eternity. And I'm not kidding that. Into eternity will your good acts flow. Because love flows to love forevermore. So you are not being asked to fix the craziness of the world. It's not broken in a way that you understand. You don't understand the brokenness of the world. Can you just accept that? What you see, you don't understand. Do not lean on your own understanding. You don't understand what you see. So what can you do? You can get in here and get to work. And the work is so simple, it will make you crazy. It will just say, are you feeling good right now? Nope. And you'll discover, you will discover how much you are addicted to not feeling good. You will discover those energy bodies that you relate yourself to and you name yourself as. And spirit will say, just let those go. Could you stop being so depressed? Could you let that go? Oh, are you kidding me? My depression? My holy, holy depression? I don't mean to, if if you deal with depression, I'm not picking on you. Take your pills, do what's right and good. I am for that. I really am. And there's a day for all of us where we have to say, what do we name ourselves as? What do we place our name upon? A line, a line. So the first thing we do is we, what's our first thing? (laughs) Affirm. We affirm that God is in and all around me, nowhere else, always now. That's it. That is your first affirmation, and that's a done deal. You can keep remembering that, but you don't get to change that. You don't get to question it. If you move beyond questioning that, you've just entered a whole new game. God is here right now, everywhere I am now. Doesn't mean I necessarily feel it. That's not what I asked you. It just is what's true. Then we go to the second one, which is to become aware. Are you feeling it? God is all there is. Am I feeling alignment with that? And if I'm not, then you're aware of that. You're out of alignment. And then when you're out of, when you realize where you are, then you practice the emotions of feeling good. That's what you do. When you realize, oh, I'm out of alignment. I need to practice feeling good. When you practice feeling good, you are practicing feeling your God. And when you over and over and over feel that, it will become a personal experience that is whatever it's meant to be for you, and you won't need to justify it or explain it to anybody because it will simply be yours. And one person will just be this gentle, sweet, easy, flowing experience of God. Someone else will be like woo-woo, flying all around in capes and changing their name and doing lots of groovy stuff and everything in between. Everything in between. 
but it's yours. And that's the game we're playing. And that is the first portal to your joy, is to get clear that God is inside. And all I have to do is feel good. This week, you don't, you, I, you don't need to solve the world's problems this week. Just give me one week. Just try it. <laughs> one week. If it comes up inside you or comes up in conversations, you know what? I'm not here to solve that. I don't, and, you know, either inside you can say it to someone, watch their reaction. What? I'm, it's just not mine to do. Yours to do is here, and it's sacred. It's beautiful. You are that precious and important. You, please hear me. Take a breath. You are that precious and important. Just getting yourself to feel good is the fantastic first step. And upon that, joy will awaken. And from that, fantastic things will occur. Yes? Let us pray. (laughs) Take a deep breath. I invite our spiritual counselors and our ministers and leadership to stand and hold this space. The rest of you receive this prayer. Reverend Mark Accomando, come up and hold this space for me. This is Reverend Mark Accomando from Palm Springs, who I spoke of the first Sunday of this year. And here you are. say yes to this presence and power of goodness and freedom. I say yes to this fabulousness of spirit that is forever free and just loves to express and create and expand and love. Its name is love. Its name is the presence and power within. And I know as this is the power that I am, it is the power that we are. We meet inside this oneness. And from my place of oneness, I speak this prayer, affirming that we are now awake and aware and able to be more and more in alignment with the vibration of joy, with the vibration of feeling good, with the vibration of God. And for us to recognize when we're outside of that alignment, I ask the Holy Spirit to guide us and to keep us awake so that when we realize we're feeling bad and going down that dark road, we can call the name of our God, the divine itself, and say, bring me back into alignment. Tell me what to do. Dance me. Sing me. Have me call a friend. Have me do something. Have me think something different so I may get back into the alignment. And inside this alignment, I know that disease disappears. I know that disappointment dissolves. I know that disasters have nothing to do with this power and presence. And I know that we are perfectly guided. So with all our hearts, we say yes to God. With all that we are, leaving no stone unturned, we say yes to this power, to this presence, to this perfect love that is intelligent. And we listen to it and we allow ourselves to feel it, to feel it, to feel it more and more and more. Take us out of our boxes. Take us out of our limitations. Allow us to dance down the street laughing and singing like children. Sweet spirit, set us free that we may feel the joy that we are. I say yes to this. Take a breath. Say yes to this. 
Thank you. 